Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. The Way Up North podcast is supported by Wooden Banana. Wooden Banana has delivered personalized wooden packaging for photographers since 2014 and has since connected with thousands of photographers from around the world. Their handmade wooden products range from CD and print boxes through to custom USBs, all individually engraved with your branding, giving your client delivery the love it deserves no matter where you are in the world. Wooden Banana has partnered with Way Up North for three events in a row and is offering a 10% discount on all their products using the purchasing code 110. So give them a look at woodenbanana.com or follow their store and Instagram via the hashtag woodenbanana. Welcome to the Way Up North podcast. This podcast is hosted by Swedish wedding photographer Jenny Hamar, and her conversations are with artists who are presenting in Stockholm, Sweden this October at the third edition of Way Up North. Today's hour-long conversation is with New Zealand wedding photographer Danelle Boyne. Danelle's talents are quite vast, but the two that stand out the most are her remarkable artistry and practical business sense. That might sound a bit bland, but when you hear Danelle share her insight into these approaches, it leaves you thinking... Yeah, I should be doing that as well. This conversation ranged in topics with a standout for me being Danelle's ideas of her ideal future and how her dreams of having a family coincide with being an entrepreneur alongside her amazing husband, Dirk. Jenny and Danelle's conversation was insightful in many ways. So whether you're an entrepreneur, an up-and-coming photographer, or simply someone looking for some ideas from someone with a lot of experience in the arts, settle in. Here's their chat from June 2016. I'm sitting here. I'm in Vaxholm, Sweden, and I'm pretty sure you are like on the exact other side of the world. Yeah, you can't get much further. Seriously? <laughs> in New Zealand, <laughs> Auckland, New Zealand, and it's winter here. Well, getting there, but um, that usually consists of a lot of rain. Okay. So, yeah. So we are like, we're getting into summer season here. You're winter, you're south, mm-hmm. you're north. This is yeah. cool. I'm like a winter girl, so I'm like, how many layers can I put on? How many scarves can I wear at one time? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But unfortunately, with this job, like, I'm I'm heading away to summer quite often, so I'm missing out on my winter. <laughs> okay, so you're happy but, that it's getting cold. I mean, you're right now you're, like, snuggled up in, like, a huge scarf, and you look like you're... Yeah. Yeah, I just need like a, I, I should have made a cup of tea. Yeah. Or something there. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll probably, if I have tea or coffee at night, I'm like wide awake forever. So, so evening <laughs> by you, and it's br- early morning here in Vaxholm. Yes. 
Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so where are you right now? You're, are you in your house? I'm in my house. So um, we live in Auckland, which is kind of the main city in New Zealand. Um, it's probably the least pretty city of New Zealand as well. Everyone always imagines I like <clears throat> live like I like the Lord of the Rings, but <laughs> yeah. unfortunately, Auckland does not look like that. Yeah, all <laughs> but New it's, it's like not that. it's not far to beautiful places. I mean, we've got some great like West Coast beaches and stuff. That's thirty minutes drive from our house, but okay. um, yeah, no mountains in sight from no. my house. And is that but, the dream? I mean, like your ideal? Oh yeah, that's so yeah. Funny you mentioned that. We're just. My husband and I are just in the process of kind of, you know, weighing up what we want to do in the future and how we imagine our lives. Um, and um, luckily, um, I'm in this job where I guess location doesn't define yeah. um, my work. And um, in this next season, I'm very happy and grateful that my husband's actually going to be coming on um, full time with me to um, help oh, and wow. carry carry this business with me. And um, I'm not sure how it's going to work out. <laughs> He's been helping me the last season um, with the amount of travel I've been doing and um, and on wedding days, and it's been it's been incredible. I wasn't sure whether we could be that couple that could work together <laughs> and um, be married. <laughs> but so far, so good. So <laughs> We're both alive. <laughs> that means, so he, he like, uh, comes along on your travels and, and does he shoot as well or? Yeah, yeah, he does actually. Um, he's actually got a really good eye. He's really naturally talented. Um, but, yeah, he's in training mode. <laughs> okay, nice. Yeah, but he's doing an incredible job. And just, like, I've done – this is my – I'll be rolling into my sixth um, season or sixth year um, of doing photography, and I did five of those solo, hardly ever, with second shooters um, um, or assistants I did for, for a season. Um, and then, yeah, I just got to the stage where it's just like – I don't want to be away from him for three nights a week. So right. um, he's, he's actually a personal trainer and a CrossFit coach. So um, he's kind of got, he's got flexibility with his job. So at the moment he's working like Mondays through to Thursday afternoons and then that works out perfect at the moment. But yeah. Because so, your, your weddings are on the weekends and then you yeah, fly exactly. out. exactly. Yeah. Wow. So, so yeah. okay, wait, two things that struck me. Yes. First, this is your sixth wedding season, which makes me want to shoot myself because your work is so incredible. Uh-huh. I want to be like, you must have been doing this for like 20 years and just reflect. <laughs> <laughs> but you're so young. So I was seven. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe 27, so. Um, and then I'm just curious uh-huh. if he's like in training mode with you. Do you? Yeah. Like, are you nice to him as like your kind of like called second shooter, or are you like, Doug, get over there? <laughs> that could be a question for him. Um, I think I'm pretty tough on him, to be honest. <laughs> Let's just say I give him um, constructive feedback. <laughs> yeah, what would you say? No, but um, I think I, I'm like incredibly surprised at how quickly he's got to um his level already um 
And I don't think it's from my teaching skills. I know. I, I mean, um, yeah, I think I'm pretty like, no, stop doing that. You need to change it. Or, um, but I've been very hands on with him as well. And, um, but he's just naturally picked up light really quickly. Okay. Um, and he's definitely got his own eye. Um, he knows what I like, but then he also does other things that he enjoys to shoot. Um, yeah, but otherwise, yeah, I think, um, I'm encouraging as well to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So at the end of yeah. the day, you're like, I should get him and ask. <laughs> you might get the more honest answer. <laughs> I'll ask him later. I'll just do like a little surprise okay. interview. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So, what what would a normal like work week look like coming going forward now for you? That means you're kind of at home Monday through Thursday, and then. You fly out, like, tell me uh, like where you're going. Yeah, really. I mean, now it's actually at the end of our busy season down here in um, New Zealand. Um, but if I wanted, I probably could still continue shooting here all through wintertime as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, we opt to go and travel yeah. <laughs> um, and work overseas a bit but um, and holiday as well. I, I really would love a holiday right now. So we leave we leave in five weeks for um three and a half months oh. of travel. So um that's for just, exciting. Uh, for just holiday, no work? No work. I'm working quite a lot. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, but we'll, we'll slip in little holidays in between. Like before way up north, um we're going to Norway, um and we're just having a ticket tour around there and yeah, I'm not there for work reasons, but that's the few months before that is work. <laughs> but anyway, back to routine of my week. Um, generally, I mean, I work from home. Um, yeah, creative spaces in Auckland, there's not many, to be honest. Um, there is a lot of freelance, but rent is surprisingly very expensive here. Um, okay. To rent for homes, it <coughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Who's that cough attack I said that? Everyone has it. <laughs> yeah, and now I have one. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Back from the top. Okay, so rent here in Auckland particularly is very pricey. So um, at this stage we just rent a bigger place where I can have my own office. Okay. And creative space is a getting more popular but um yeah it's quite another big expense um for business and uh I bought a dog five years ago to keep me company (laughs) when I ended at home by myself so um and that's a good situation (laughs) such a cute furry little thing that I got to meet yeah Edison he's like my child he's like your baby (laughs) I actually like he always goes um either to my parents or like a doggy daycare like overnight stay they don't like call it a kennel or anything because they have like lounges for them to like sleep on at night rather than like being locked in a cage (laughs) but anyway they're like oh like if we pick Eddie up he like clings on like a baby and I was like yeah (laughs) yeah you're like we carry him in a baby Bjorn so maybe that might be why (laughs) try to get him asleep on my chest (laughs) uh no yeah some may say I'm animal crazy but no I love dogs oh but he's so cute (laughs) yeah anyway so he's my company during during the days that I'm editing my little foot warmer 
And are you, but anyway, <laughs> are you super structured then? What those days when you're editing? Do you are you like a nine to five, like sit yeah. in the office, or I'm not a routine person um, at all, naturally. Um, whereas Dirk, my husband, is, so I'm looking forward to him bringing that to my business, <laughs> a little bit more structure because I'm a bit all over the place. But when, I mean, when work's got to get done, work's got to get done, so I'll just knuckle down and work away. But I, I mean, I generally get up. I don't sleep. I'm not asleep. I don't sleep in often. Um, I'm usually out of bed 7 a.m. and make my coffee Mm-hmm. And then I'll always do emails first for the first hour. And then it depends. I mean, when it's free, you know, when you're freelance, you like have to book appoint- you book appointments during the week that you don't want to do on the weekends or can't because you're shooting. So right. I feel like my days do get a bit disrupted by like a hair appointment or, <laughs> a, me- or a meeting, you know. It's, it's a bit all over the show in that regards. But generally um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is like my editing days um, or that's when I have to turn around a wedding. Like I can do it. I can do it in a day. But some days other things are come up or it just depends on the season of work for me. So, so you do solely yeah. weddings? I only do weddings, you yeah. I don't really – I don't um, – I mean, like last week I did a campaign um, for a bridal wear designer and I do that every now and then, but I really don't have much other time to shoot um, other commercial jobs or anything like that mm-hmm. at this stage. Um, but that might change next year. I'm not too, I'm not too sure. Okay. I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, with having Dirk um, on board a bit more, you know, what, what frees up with my time and things like that. Because I probably um, procrastinate a little bit at times, so uh, it'll be interesting to see how much more efficient I become. With the new team, yeah. But I mean, I work hard, but I think we all can get distracted easily, especially creative people, artists. Definitely. Our minds wander. Definitely, I can agree to that. Yeah. yeah. So, so it sounds like you guys are a pretty tight team. You live together, travel yeah. together, work together. Yeah. How did you guys meet? We met through our local church. When we've known each other for oh, a long time, um, more acquaintances, um, and then our friends um, through church set us up on a double date with them. <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, okay, but okay, I'll do it. <laughs> and then we actually got along really well. Well, you'd hope now that we're married. Um, obviously, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, um, but you were reluctant and, at first or what was it sorry were you reluctant at first oh no I don't think no. so I just it was it was interesting it was for both of us like we both weren't really on each other's radar I don't know why okay um and then it just like I don't know the our friends were like these two would be really well matched and that we are <laughs> and did you click immediately like on that first double date Yes, I think we did. Yeah, yeah totally. Because I went out on another date and then another one. <laughs> um, Dirk, Dirk's, um, I guess, not anymore, but he was quite shy back then. Like, he's definitely come out of his shell over the last few years, which has been awesome to see. Um, he's a really kind person. And, um, yeah, we just hit it off and 
Yeah. And how long ago is that that you met? We met about, oh, well, from that date would have been, oh, he's going to kill me. I like the one that always gets confused on our anniversary, whether it's like the 6th or the 8th of June. Well, um, but it was yesterday. It was yesterday, our <laughs> three-year anniversary. <laughs> but anyway, so um, I think it's about six years. <laughs> six years ago that you met and three years ago yeah. that you got married. Yeah, exactly. Three years ago, yesterday. So. Oh, yesterday. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Where Where did you get married? Um, we got married down um, about three hour, three to four hours south of Auckland in a place called um, Poranui, which is um, just outside of a town called Taupo, and it's it's really beautiful. It's a hunting and fishing lodge, and it was it's kind of nestled away from. Um, anything really there's no phone reception or anything it's just a huge mountain range um yeah it's really beautiful and to me like because I was part of the wedding industry I was like um determined to find somewhere where I hadn't photographed to get married myself (laughs) because I just didn't want it to like cross over you know like I don't want someone else's memories with my memories I just wanted something fresh and you know and it was a winter wedding so it was a perfect setting like you know big fires and we had mulled wine and toasted marshmallows of the fire and yeah actually um Colin I mean not well Nordica photographed our wedding, but um, Jakob came down and photographed it. So that's, that's awesome. kind of my connections to these yeah. guys. That's and be honest. Were you happy with the photo? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, oh gosh, I was just looking through them yesterday, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> we always make a point of like rewatching our, our slideshow that we got given around our anniversary. So we haven't done that yet. So might, maybe we'll do it tonight. But of oh. course, we loved our photos so much. It was such a great experience to be, you know, on the other side um, of the camera, but then also just like the whole wedding process. I think it really helped me um, know in my own business what things um, are good and I appreciated with the what these guys did for us, you know, and I wanted to implement things into my business and yeah, go that, that extra mile for brides. And, I mean, I was a pretty relaxed bride, but I know there's so much on their minds um, at that time and I think just being a really kind person through that season and, someone that's not demanding and yeah it's a really great thing is that is was that the thing that you or was there anything else that you were like okay I'm definitely not going to do this because I see this all the time and it's do you mean like on the way like yeah as a bride as a bride I think it was more like I just want it to be such a reflection of us Mm-hmm. rather than like these do's and don'ts and I mean we had a, a smaller wedding of like 55 to 60 people um and I think I just wanted it to feel like another family dinner like we both come from quite small families and Dirk only had his mum and brother there so uh in everyone that was there were our nearest and dearest and I just wanted it to feel like a safe place and you know a really beautiful time and intimate time with the ones that we love so that was a big factor for me and also like just little things like allowing time and just the space to breathe and relax and not ever feel rushed yeah yeah 
That's uh, I can identify with that. <clears throat> you had written on your on your website that you love weddings and marriage. Is that right, or is it just the marriage part? I don't know. Obviously, you love weddings. <laughs> Yeah, you're serving wedding photographer. <laughs> no, I um I love marriage. I just think it's such an amazing bond you can have with someone and that um you can be there to watch each other grow and become better people and I think that's the awesome thing is that when you're living so closely with someone in marriage you wanna become and help one another to you know, become better people and you both can like, um, what's the word? Just kind of take on the qualities of them. Like my husband is such a patient and kind person to everyone. And, um, I think I'm a kind person as well, but I probably lack on the patient side sometimes, but (laughs) just, you know, like over time I could, you know, you can see that um, just being around Tim has made me become more patient with people and just more understanding and things like that. Nice. Yeah. So, and I do love weddings. What, what I, is it that you love about it? How do you think you got into just weddings? I, um, I think it was like, it's a, the inevitable, like someone asked you to photograph a wedding. Yeah. I never thought I would. Um, and then from there I, um, I did one, um, for an older couple getting married for an, a second time and it was just their family and they, uh, they're so beautiful, this, this couple. Like she still like writes on my like Facebook page or Instagram. Like she's like so proud of me and how far I've come and it's really, really sweet. But, I mean, the reason why I love weddings is because I love people <laughs> and I love connection. And I think for me photographing weddings is just as much about that as it is the art side. Um, And I think that's something that I've tried to, I guess, incorporate in my business is um, the relationship with my couples and and then also valuing their relationships Mm -hmm. and how, you know, with that and putting art with that, how you can create really compelling images. And so, yeah. They are. They're so friggin' amazing. I like blown away by your work. It's it's so I mean like someone just punches you in the gut, but in the good way. <laughs> like, oh my god, how is that possible? All right, well we'll we'll get back to that. But I wanna backtrack to um just how you got started into photography. Because yeah. I I also read something that your grandfather had like seen kind of a creative spark in you giving you a camera can you tell me more about that yeah absolutely it's funny because I feel like <laughs> this is like the most cliche way that you know yeah. my, my my grandfather gave me his old camera yeah well but, <laughs> well unfortunately for me that was the case <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's beautiful imagery though I mean okay let's focus on instead the fact yeah. that he sent you yeah. money for the the developing yeah. that's so, actually <laughs> yeah every birthday that we'll put a spin on it right <laughs> and slightly different he actually never gave me his old camera he used to he gave me a new one <laughs> yeah that's good <laughs> and then he used to send me film for every birthday with like a ten dollar note um sloshed into the canister for me to get it developed and so it was really sweet um and 
Yeah, it's a shame he passed away before I actually, like, became a photographer or um, studied photography. But I definitely, you know, it's so special that he saw something within me for that. He would, like, it was one birthday, though, I remember he, like, gave me, like, this huge, thick book. Sorry, I feel like that sentence was just, like, Kiwi accent through and through, like, thick book. Yeah, it was. Anyway. <laughs> And by the way, I'm going to be trying to speak in your accent when we hang up. I'll be like, it's, it's awesome. Anyway, so it gave me a really thick book and, and it was like small because I love animals as well. It's like this small surgery, like veterinary surgery for animals. And it was just like this like university textbook. He gave me that and then the camera and that's when I decided Oh, I don't think I could be a vet. <laughs> I'm not that <laughs> diligent with reading and studying. <laughs> so I took the photography route. Oh, and thank God yeah. you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank goodness. It turned out pretty well. <laughs> yeah. So when you were small, he was living yeah. far away from you then, if he was sending you. Things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So and my family, we're originally from Australia. But I do call myself a Kiwi, but then I travel in Australian passports still. So okay. <laughs> I guess it depends which way, you know, how things are going between the Kiwi and the Australian rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's on the winning side? When, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, so when were you born? You're, you said you're 27? Yeah, so I was born in 1989, okay. so I'm not a 90s kid. <laughs> you are an 80s kid in Australia. <laughs> Just, no. well, I guess I am a 90s kid, but. Baby, 80s baby. <laughs> 80s baby. And what, you were born into a family of like, did you have siblings or? Uh, yeah, so I have one sister. So there's just the two of us. Um, and I was born in a small town called Townsville, which is like <laughs> northern Queensland. And it's so like, oh, I don't even know. It's just so Queensland. That's what we would just say. Like, what does that mean? It's a bit bogan. Like, do you know what bogan means? No. Oh, okay. West, oh, I mean, I don't even know. Kiwis and Australians have such like weird lingo. <laughs> yeah, but I'd love to learn what bogan. Yeah, bogan. Like, um, like uh, rural, you mean like country yeah, bumpkin? Rural. Country. <laughs> yeah. Just small town thinking. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, my parents were raised in Brisbane and then they moved up to Townsville and then we ended up moving down to Sydney when I was a still a baby so and then I was were there until I was seven and then we came across from my parents work Uh, and yeah so I did most of my schooling in in New Zealand okay oh cool and then you decided early on that you wanted to do photography yeah I just um I always knew like I didn't like apart from that time when I was either the vet or the or the photographer. Um, and then I mean, at the school I went to was um, quite a creative school for um, yeah, compared to quite a lot of others in the area. And they always they started like photography the year like beneath most other schooling, so we could do it as a topic or as a subject, would say. Um, for three years instead of just two years so yeah I was always miss Spanish class and go to the dark room (laughs) (laughs) so oh so you actually did start in the dark room you're not too young for yeah I I didn't do digital actually (laughs) um so we I was just shooting on like 35 mil at that point and then straight after high school um I took a year off and I just worked 
um, doing, um, no, what's it, temp work. So I was just with an agency and I just filled in and I just wanted to earn some money at that age just yeah. to like have a holiday or something, spend yeah. it. Um, but I mean, I do, I'm actually really thankful for that year of my life because um, it taught me that I didn't want to be in an office job. <laughs> I did not like it. I was just yeah. like, so boring. That's not <laughs> Even though everyone. I spend a lot of time in the office now, but yeah. at least it's still something I enjoy and, you know, love. So, um, yeah, and then I studied, I actually studied photography at a um, uni and I just did like a diploma, so that's only two years. Okay. But there I was doing like uh, medium format and large format work. Um, which is fun. I would still get flustered. Like I haven't even touched film much. Well, I can't even say I've touched film since I've really been doing weddings, but I'm always saying I'd like to do it again. But <laughs> but now you work obviously digitally, but only a small format on your wedding. What, what was that? Sorry? <laughs> you, you're using like um, small format cameras when you're doing the weddings. Yeah, yeah, like I don't even do any film at weddings. No. So, no, yeah, so it's just, you know, standard. So what kind of like, I mean, I can imagine that your business has grown from photographing friends, obviously, that are asking you, and then just local whatever, to now traveling all over the world. I mean, what kind of clients do you have now? What are, like, who are you, who are you shooting? Um, it's interesting, I have like quite two like really specific clients I feel um but they definitely people that value photography um <laughs> it's usually people uh either I shoot a lot of lawyers weddings for some reason like lawyer in New Zealand I just feel like everyone's a lawyer or a doctor like that I photograph if they're not that they're in the creative industry okay um as well so yeah what um, about that's do you get to show all of the work that you photograph? Um, like, do you, like, am I allowed to? Is yeah. that what you mean? I, mean, I just know yeah. that, like, a lot of people, once they get, you know, sort of big, yeah. um, yeah. it's like you can't show most of the work that you do, or if it's, if you're... Uh, it's not, not that case for me. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple that I can't, but yeah. um, generally, generally, I'm... Um, especially down here, people are really laid back. <laughs> like, I don't even think they read my contract when they sign it. I'm pretty sure they don't. Even the lawyers? <laughs> what was it? Sorry? Even the lawyers? They don't read Oh, yeah. Contract. I don't I don't know. I just don't feel like I had. I hardly ever have to, like, amend anything or, uh, yeah. I mean, the lawyers probably do read them. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, they're, they're relaxed. We'd say they're chilled. That's what we'd say. <laughs> That's awesome. So have you ever done any celebrity work? I mean, weddings? Um, no. No? No, does, not yet. How does one get into that industry? I mean, do you have like... Um, I feel like if you're in the States... Like America, yeah. that's probably that's where they live mostly. I mean, I've done like B grade celebrities in New Zealand. <laughs> this sounds like really negative, but you know what I mean. Like people knowing in New Zealand, I've done I've done a few. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's pretty like being in New Zealand can be limiting to some degree because it's very far away. Um. So yeah, 
uh, I mean, internet and social media has changed, changed that to a degree, but still, you know, it's 30, 30 hours away from Europe and 20 hours away from the US. So that's insane. Yeah. It's a long, it's a long way to travel. But I mean, like I was saying, like for us, the reason why we're going for three and a half months, um, in July is because I have weddings over there and I don't want to come back in between. So we're just hanging up in the Northern Hemisphere. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, you're very yeah, so I'm, I'm not quite sure how people like break into that celebrity wedding market. Yeah. I don't know if it's a very desirable thing or not. I'm not sure. Yeah. No. It's, <laughs> it's like, a, yeah. who knows? I think it could be quite a, I mean, you know, like it's interesting with that. It also reminds me of like work sometimes that people see on your website or um, think like, oh, I wish I photographed that wedding. Like people have no idea the experience you may have like gone through. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it might look beautiful or, you know, you've got these amazing moments. Like sometimes they can be one of the hardest days that you've had to photograph. And definitely. Yes. Yeah, so not. You know, it's not always as it seems. <laughs> and maybe celebrity weddings fall in that category. I don't know. But I can imagine there are some very magical moments and weddings out there as well. <laughs> well, you seem to like capture, I mean, looking at your website, it's like, it seems like you just nail it when it comes to um, getting that, like, first of all, total connection with bride and groom between each other and then hit add the lighting, add the, you know, the environment, the location. I mean, it's like you have like everything just stars align. I mean, how does that even happen? It's just usually well, have like yeah. two out of three. <laughs> I don't know. It's a funny thing because like at the moment I feel like, oh, it's not the case. Sometimes like you just – go through seasons where you feel differently about your own work and especially the longer you do it, that's why you have to like reinvent yourself and your work continually because you get really like complacent in what you're doing and you're like, so I just don't even like it, but you know your couples will. But anyway, I do put a lot of time into like scouting for a wedding, um, Okay. Things like that. I do prioritize those things, and I'm pretty fussy. Like I'm a, quite a fussy person, like a bit of a perfectionist. So like, I'll always make sure the light is good where I'm going. I just won't get like if a couple says to me, "Oh, we really, really want to shoot at this location," I'll be like, "I'll only shoot there if I think that the light's good." Like, man, it could be a possibility, but I just don't ever want to get you know like put in that box where I'm just like, "This location sucks." <laughs> <laughs> and I know I can't make amazing photos. Um, and I, I'm pretty hands-on in terms of with my couples, like in planning of their times and things like that to make sure that I'm getting it out at the time that I want to be shooting. New Zealand light is like really harsh. I always say if anyone wants to learn light, come and shoot some weddings in New Zealand and <laughs> you're like, there, there's no dreamy Californian light down here, I can tell you that. <laughs> Well, you can't tell from your photos. I mean, they all look yeah. like they're just like bathing in sunset warm. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we do have good sunsets in summer here. Like our light is strong and like orange and bright when when it does set. Um, and but that's why, like, because I've put a lot of that out on my social media and Instagram, like that my couples are coming to me wanting that 
which is a good, it's a good thing because I'm getting to share at that time. But then I also make sure I'm putting other work in there because like quite often they get a cloudy day and they can't have that. So, right. yeah. So, so they come just... to you wanting that, which gives you more power to say like, okay, if you want this, we need to, we need to do it this way. You can't have it. it. Yeah. You can't so, have it if not giving it to me. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm here with them, like, you're giving me 2 p.m., you're not going to get golden light. Like, you're not going to get nice light at 2 p.m., unless it's cloudy. Like, right. it's still, it's, yeah. That's, you have to make them understand. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, how much time would you say you spend scouting then, if that's a big part of it? Like, like this, I mean, generally I fly in on, like, if it's just like a New Zealand wedding, I fly in on a Friday morning um, and then I'll like have the afternoon just to scout. But like Dirk and I, and even when Dirk wasn't doing that part with me, um, we love to, we're such like, we're so, we love driving around nature. Like for us, that's a hobby and that's what relaxes us. So we really enjoy scouting and finding spots and, I mean, it can be frustrating when you can't find much, <laughs> but it is what it is, you know. You're not a magician. So, do you have like a million shots of Dirk in beautiful locations? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so good. Like, oh, he's so patient with me like that. But now he's like, you go stand there. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> so, now we take turns. That's awesome. And then you scout Friday, shoot Saturday, travel home Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Usually home by Sunday night, which can, you know, that's, that's the exhausting part of, you know, travel. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, all right, it's a day of rest that most people get. It's really hard through a summer and busy season then to take like a Monday off to when you've left your emails for three days, you know, like I've got to get onto my admin um, to actually, like, that's my goal for this next year is to make sure, like, I have a day of rest to, like, recover um, and just, like, refuel because I think it's really important for humans to, to relax and we will all be much nicer people if everyone did that. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So Monday will be your day off. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, you mentioned that you and Dirk had met at church. Yes. Would you say, are you like a religious person? Or? Yeah, yeah, I would like, I, I would say I'm a Christian. Yeah? Yeah. So um, I've been brought up a Christian, like my whole life. My parents are actually pastors um, at a church, and that's kind of how we ended up in New Zealand. So I've been like involved within our church community for a long time. I mean, it's been a bit tricky lately because I've been traveling so much and you know, Sunday rolls around, which is the day you go to church generally. Yeah. Um, I wish we had, like, in, a, in the States, they had, like, Wednesday night church, but we don't have that yet. Okay. Anyway, so um, it's been a bit tough getting to church and stuff like that because we do love going and it's our community of um, friends and I've grown up with these people. So, um, yeah, I've been, you know, friends with some of my cl closest best friends since I've been 10. And, you know, we've done, like, wow. 17 years of life together. That's crazy. 
Yeah, so it's really special. And, and what do you think? Obviously, you don't know anything different, but growing up with two parents who are pastors, yes. how do you think that's how it has influenced your life? Um, I think a couple of things I will mention is like, I think I've been part of quite a, like the church I've been part of has been quite a large church. So it's like a couple of thousand of people that go to the church and it's been an amazing, um, like people skill development for me, like, especially like being able to talk to, um, people at, at all different ages, um, and I think that's really helped within my work. You know, like you're always meeting new people every week and um, being able to, you know, be comfortable around them and then feel at ease around you. And I think that's been like something that's probably added to what I do um, and it's really helped. Yeah. And also, I mean, I've had like a really blessed upbringing as well. Like I feel like I haven't really had too much struggles or, I mean, we all have struggles and we all have things to deal with in life. Um, but I, I've had a really great upbringing and a great childhood and I feel, um, yeah, lucky that I've had that. And yeah. Do you, do you think, what, what do you think is, is hard about, would be difficult about growing up in that environment? Um, I feel like for some people it would be that whole sheltered, you know, they haven't been exposed to other things or, um, you know, like what else is in the world or, you know, like other cultures or religions and things like that. But um, my parents weren't, they're, they're really like open people and um, accepting of every type of person, you know, like, yeah, yeah. and yeah. I feel like um, that could be something for um, some Christians or, you know, like if you're growing up in the church that you can't hang out with people that aren't, you know, like I definitely have never had that in my life. Even. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even to <Evans. laughs> no. So, um, yeah, I think that could be something, but it's definitely something that I haven't had. Like I've, I I went to I went to a state school and you know I've had I've got amazing connections with people all different sorts all different sorts sort of that yeah so I have to ask this is like a totally random personal question yeah. but it's the, it just popped up in my head when I think of like yeah. someone who's brought up that way do you believe yeah. in sex before marriage what do you mean do I believe like, like do you think it, should should like should one have sex before marriage? Okay. <laughs> Great question. <laughs> I think it's it's someone else's decision. My husband and I waited till we were married and that was our decision. Yeah. But a lot of, you know, like there are friends that probably haven't um, and that's their decision. Yeah. Uh, that's, um, I'm just... not judging. I'm like the least judgmental on things like that. You seem super <laughs> chill and I didn't not think that you would be judgmental but no, no, I'm, no, like, I'm curious I'm, I'm like amazed by that kind of I don't know discipline I guess is or yeah you, you have to be <laughs> <laughs> you have to be disciplined but then again we were only dating like two and a half years so yeah I mean but still I know that's probably like 
eternity for some people. Well, I guess, yeah, people with those beliefs probably do get married much quicker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, like, I've photographed many Christian weddings as well, and, like, I've photographed a few, like, 18-year-olds. <laughs> okay, who leave the party yeah. at, like, 8 a.m. or 8 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Uh, yeah. So that's awesome. All right. Sure. Well, I just to switch gears a little bit. I yeah. I I wrote down a couple words that were like basically from I think the first sentence of your about statement, which I think says a lot about people. And you mentioned um you mentioned like dinner with family and friends, produce, coffee, future plans. <laughs> Those are like yeah. the four things that I was like, okay, yeah. that's those are all interesting. And yeah, um, tell me about produce. <laughs> produce, like home growing, home growing. Yeah. I think like vegetarian when I hear produce, but that maybe that's uh, right. No, that yeah. I mean, we would would say that's just like um, more just like local food. Okay. So yeah food. are you like a foodie we're not, or we're, oh we're foodies through and through like, oh you are oh my god I'm such a foodie <laughs> like I try like when people are like what's your hobby I'm like can I say like going out for brunch like <laughs> yeah <laughs> because that's we love to do like we're such like coffee and food people and like the New Zealand culture is very cafe orientated like when we meet up with friends we don't meet in the park we meet at a cafe like, okay. and we have coffee. That's what you do. Okay. <laughs> so um, I've grown up like that. And my parents, like, every Saturday morning was going out for coffee all together as a family. Okay. And we still do it when I have, like, I don't I don't have a wedding this weekend and I know my mum or my dad will text me tomorrow night and just be like, coffee in the morning? Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. <laughs> so what's but the, anyway. What's the perfect coffee? Oh, well, we have long blacks with cream, okay. like full cream. Yeah. <laughs> so not half and half or normal milk, like cream. Just That's really great. That's what we do. But then there's like, obviously, like in summertime, like a cold drip is great. What's that? It's just like, um, it's like cold coffee, but it's been like, it drips. So it's like a slow drip. So you do like through a and filter. And it goes through like a filter, like a Chemex or a filter. Yeah. So, I mean, anyone that's listening to this probably like, what is she on about? Like they've probably got far more technical knowledge, but yeah. <laughs> no. Cold brew. Whatever, it's just a brewed coffee that's cold. Yeah. I, get it. I have to try that because I <laughs> because actually I, love I like it. it really like flustered in summertime. <laughs> so I can't drink like hot coffee in summer, but I need, a co- I need one coffee a day. <laughs> and so in summertime I'll have a cold brew it'll be interesting to see uh, have you been to Sweden before yeah we've um we've been to Stockholm uh, two it will be exactly like two years from when we're there next okay so you know that coffee's huge here yeah uh, people drink a lot of coffee I think per capita most in the entire world I believe the Swedes oh yeah I would think Kiwis will challenge you on that <laughs> <laughs> we need like we'll yeah. see let's yeah, have a we'll duel see. when yeah. we come over yeah. Here. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> and what about the foodie part i mean what's your what's your perfect like meal i mean describe it i don't know vietnamese is like so Ooh. up there for me vietnamese food you know nice yeah 
Yeah, I love it. It's just so fresh. I like love Asian food. It's my number one. But I do love a good brunch. But if it can be like Asian inspired, and, which and there are places, I've got a place just down the road that's like a brunch place, but they do it in like Vietnamese style. And what's a typical brunch in New Zealand? Uh, we have a thing like really cute. It's like 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 a big breakfast, which is like bacon, eggs, sausages, grilled tomatoes, mushrooms, baked beans. But I don't have that. Only boys have that. <laughs> <laughs> They're really big. <laughs> um, oh, and then we've got like eggs Benedict. Do you guys have that? Um, it's not big here. Yeah, we have it, but it's yeah. So it's got the hollandaise sauce over it, but it's really rich. So I, I really like that. It's a bit too like intense for me. But um, I I always change. But savory savory foods. What is that? Mean? Savory. Like, no, I don't like I don't like sweet for breakfast. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so I don't like yeah pancake. I mean, I like pancakes, but I'd have pancakes for dessert. Right. Breakfast. And yeah. do you guys cook as well or do you just go out and eat all the time? Um, no, we cook. Like, it's still not really cheap to eat out here, not like the States or anything. Like, so cooking, you usually cook during the week. And, but that's been like my, I was just saying to Jack last night, like, I'm like, I have become a really bad cook, but I actually really love cooking and like I'm naturally okay at it. I, I don't struggle in the kitchen, but like, Lately, I've been terrible, but I think it's just like I don't have the mind space at the moment to, like, be creative. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not a baker because it's so, like, precise. Okay. But um, I like cooking because you can just throw things in. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, generally, like, we, we eat all sorts. <laughs> Are there I, – I have in my head a vision that, like, Australia, New Zealand – is still quite traditional when it comes to like, I mean, men and women and compared to Sweden, which is more egalitarian or whatever you say. um, Is it like, is there any of that? Would you say in your marriage, like you're supposed to cook or not? I mean, do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) No, no, it's like killing you. Dirk and I are very much like we do it together. But I, but when when I say that, but I cook, but he always does the dishes. Like, it's one or the other. So if you cook, the other does the dishes. Okay. So it's like even. Is that <laughs> but the case I, in yeah. everything? Um, yeah, we do. We all just like when it comes to cleaning the house, I'm not cleaning the house. Like to be honest, I think Dirk probably cleans more than me. Yeah. I can see that he cleans more than me. Yeah. <laughs> but I will, like I'm always in charge of the bathroom <laughs> and he vacuums. Like I'm not allowed to vacuum. It's his job. <laughs> okay. That's so that's kind of typical. I mean, even here. I, I just feel yeah. like anything that involves, you know, like cords and machinery is like yeah. <laughs> more fun that way. Yeah. So um maybe I'm like, oh, I just want to get a cleaner. <laughs> yeah. I, it's not it's not that hard but sometimes I'm like I can't even think about that if I just had a cleaner that would be great <laughs> if you think about what you charge per hour and then take that exactly. hour, those hours you clean out of your time I bet exactly outsource your weaknesses right <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that's exactly right yeah Welcome back to the studio. Oh, that was you. the word from our sponsor. 
Um, they can insert some cool commercial there about way up. North. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I was just going to ask you about the editing because um, you said you you could like turn a wedding around in about a week, but um, it seems like looking at your website and looking at your images, like it seems like you put a lot of love and care into. I mean, yeah. these are not like some JPEG straight out of camera you're presenting. No, editing's like a huge like. There's something that's really important to me. Um, is my editing and the consistency that comes with that, which is what I'll be talking about a little bit about the consistency and um, at Wear North. But anyway, with the editing, yes, I do spend a lot of time okay. on it. And weddings just take me so long when I first started, but I am um, I can edit a wedding in about um eight hours. Oh, six hours, six hours, probably. Yeah, but I mean, I don't don't ask me why I'm seven weeks behind. <laughs> no, there's a lot more that you know comes with business, especially um, when you're traveling. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I guess okay, we won't go too far into that since you're going to be talking yeah. about that at way up north. No, no, that's fine. No, we can talk a little bit about it, but. That is just one tiny topic of the overall consistency topic. So um, where do you think your style comes from? Um, I, I'm definitely, I mean, I think it's like a real mixture between lighting and also then the post-production. Like I edit the way I do because of the way that I shoot with light as well. Um, and I mean, I'm definitely inspired by paintings in terms of, tone tonal range I don't like anything vivid and bright like you'll notice in my work that a lot of the green and blues are always like pulled down um okay yeah and I am there's this artist called um Graham Sydney who is a New Zealand painter um and look him up after after our chat and yeah he paints New Zealand landscapes and I get told often that my work looks similar to his and like his is a painting that mine have photographed, but we've just got a similar tonal range to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, and then also there's like the Dutch still life kind of side lit and the way they painted those as well. Like definitely I feel influenced by those and that's what I visually enjoy. Like if you give me any preset and um, I'll manipulate it and they all end up looking pretty much the same <laughs> yeah. because I love my work to look a certain way. I feel like you, I could definitely see what you're saying about the Dutch um, still lives, like super like rich and then like yeah. kind of those musty. No, that's not an English word. Yeah, no, I know the colors you mean though. Like they're really like burnt and like even yeah. colors and yeah, I guess, like, to, to a degree, like, it's the landscape I get to shoot in as well. That kind of was, but, but even in, like, skin tones and things like that. So what do you do when you find yourself, like, you're in the Caribbean and it's just, like, you know, <laughs> bright blues and, you know, like, all the colors oh, are super... I know, blue. that's why I, like, avoid shooting at beaches. <laughs> just <laughs> like beaches. Uh, like, we are not beach people. We're, like, mountain, give me a mountain over a beach any day. I mean, I, st- I mean, we go, I go to like the Cook Islands or Fiji or Samoa every now and then. And it's just like, I find that really difficult to be honest, because I'm just like, it's not my style. <laughs> like, yeah. um, but I mean, I'll shoot. It's like, I'll shoot when the sun's rich and warm. 
at the beach, so it will override the blueness. Um, <laughs> but yeah, have you um, ever have you ever said no to a wedding because of like where you were you were free, but and it could be for any reason, it doesn't uh, have to be the location, but where you were yeah, like, I yes, don't, yes, I will say yes, yeah. and we've got. Um, New Zealand is full of incredible beaches. Like we've got an area called Coromandel, which is um, just like coastal beach the whole way. It's amazing. But I just don't often work there because I don't like it. Okay. (laughs) Um, I struggle with beach. Like it's just like I don't visually enjoy it terribly much. So I'm not – it's not an enjoyable process for me and I don't really like sand and I just like it's usually hot. So I'm like – yeah. I'm on Struggle Street if I'm on a beach wedding. <laughs> so, yeah. But, hey, I'll still go to, like, the Seychelles if someone asks me. <laughs> Twist my arm. Yeah. I'll shoot amongst the stone, like, the rocks or, yeah. I'll tend to go there. If I'm at a beach, I'll shoot against the rocks rather than the sea. Okay. And <laughs> yeah. so your ideal place is mountains, is what I gather, or? Well, yeah. To, I mean, not just to shoot. I actually really love urban as well in terms of for weddings and things like that. I wish I wasn't living so far away from Europe because that is just, like, beautiful cities. <laughs> Whereas Auckland City is really, really not that pretty. We just don't have – we're a young country, so we don't have, like, heritage building. Right. Um, buildings around, yeah. So it's tricky to make – Auckland City look good, but I mean, I've scouted it plenty enough times to find little nooks around the place. You have your but, little uh, secret hiding place. Yeah. yeah, but Dirk and I do want to live in the mountains at some stage. So well, this is kind of like, it sounds like a job interview question, so excuse <laughs> that, but where do you see yourself in 10 years? Living in the mountains. Living in the mountains. <laughs> Yeah, in New Zealand or in a house. Yeah, in New Zealand. Like we, uh, my Dirk's actually not from New Zealand. He's from South Africa. So um, okay. he grew up in Cape Town, which is a beautiful city. If you haven't been, it's like an incredibly beautiful city. But um, yeah, we we feel very connected to New Zealand, and I know there's many millions of people over the world who would you know, killed to live here um, as well because it's, it's incredibly beautiful and it's we have a great way of life down here and, and it's home. So, yeah, we're just deciding where home will be in New Zealand. So in 10 years you're in the mountains somewhere in a house. In a house that we've built, yeah, with kids hopefully. <laughs> with kids? Oh, my God. How's that going to work no with the travel two. schedule? No more than No more than two. <laughs> <laughs> you know all too well that <laughs> I'll let my sister deal with the four children. Oh my goodness. <laughs> she has. That's crazy. I mean four yeah. kids. I can't even imagine. What what do you think how do you think that's gonna change I mean, you your 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 work would change radically yeah. if you have two kids, say. Uh, yeah, I mean and that's what we just Really, we feel like we're just in this, this year's been like a really uprooting year for us because we're just like, what are we doing? Where should we go? What should, you know, how do we want our life to pan out? And like, I know there's things that you just can't control and you just have to roll with it, but there's a level of planning and decisions that we need to make. Um, But I don't imagine being a stay-at-home mum. 
for maybe for a couple of months. Like I always imagine working with children. I grew up with a mum that worked full time and I think I've turned out all right. <laughs> and I think um, I love um, what I do and it's not a job. It's more than it's, it's our life. And I mean, my job's not my life, but like it's a lifestyle that we've chosen to live and we love to travel. And that's the great thing with this job is that you can travel with it. Um, but yeah, we have just decided that we really want to, if we're traveling more or if we're not even, um, we want to come home to a haven and, um, we're just deciding at the moment where, where that haven is. (laughs) So, So, but it will be in New Zealand and highly possibly in the mountains. So, and by haven, do you, that I picture like a secluded cabin, but maybe that's not the case at all. You just. No, pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. (laughs) Which is interesting because I've grown up, I'm a city, city girl. I've grown up in town. So, um, yeah, that's going to be really different if that's something that we do, but I don't want to be in isolation, but a small community, um, within New Zealand, seems quite appealing to us at the moment. So it uh, sounds amazing. And I mean, I'm sure with your eye, it's going to be beautiful, whatever you do. Mm-hmm. But um, as, as like a mother of three, I, I yes. just, I'm curious about that, how, making that work, which I think you will definitely. Yes. Do you think <laughs> you would like tr- bring the kids for your travels? Cause I, that's, will probably always yeah. be a part of your, <laughs> Uh, to me yeah like we want to we want our kids to experience the things that we experience and ideally I want to be making enough money from this job where I can pay someone to come with us and help um yeah because like if I'm at a wedding day like who's gonna look after the children like if Dirk's doing it with me as well so we'd probably ideally want like an au pair or a nanny with us but I mean it's not in the like near near future I don't know yet yeah. um but yeah it's one of those things that probably we'll have to figure out when we get there yeah. but it's definitely on my mind on how to do this with the family I know that because yeah 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 you know I know you have to sacrifice to a degree <laughs> with children like it's the biggest part of becoming selfless is when you have children (laughs) priorities change but I think there is a way of doing it I'm sure there is I mean people do it and I think yeah but do do you feel like as a woman in in this industry that it's something that preoccupies your mind more than maybe our like male (laughs) counterparts definitely it's very interesting I mean yeah it's just like something that's I've been thinking a lot about lately because <laughs> um yeah you know you do see a lot of women who you know they they're being wedding photographers or just photographers in general and then they have children and then their like business like plummets off to a degree mm-hmm. and I understand why that happens but I don't want that to happen with mine because I'm a quite a driven person and um, but yeah, oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, I think there's there's so many people struggling with what you're talking about now that I that's why I think it's interesting to bring up because um, 
Yeah, and I want to be one of those people where it does work yeah. and where I don't, where my business thrives and doesn't suffer when I go through the season of having children. And um, I, I understand that it changes completely. Your life changes when you have children. Um, and there will be a season where all I can do is be a mum. But I think, well, I already juggle so many hats as a business owner, so why not just put another hat on top of the head <laughs> and try it that way? Uh, people with kids are probably shaking their head at me right now. No, but I what I am looking forward to is um, Carmen and Ingo are speaking about how to do business with family. So I'm very much looking forward to their talk at Wet North about that. So, uh, is that what you you mean in the future then? Uh, uh, um, no, like, you know, do you know Carmen and Ingo who oh, are the, oh, they're speak, to- yeah, they're doing a t- their topics on, I'm pretty sure, business of families, like how to run a right. business of family. Right. And I'm looking, I'm looking forward to seeing, uh, to hearing what they, they say about that and how they're approaching it because I know they take their daughter with them when they do weddings, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. I mean, yeah, but you are. <laughs> how the hell do they do it? <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it sounds good. like you have like a really good, I mean, I don't know, exciting time ahead of you, like in the yeah. prime of your career, future plans of like where you want to make your haven. Yeah. Um, your life <laughs> just seems so awesome right now. I mean, is that. Do you know what? I feel like this is the hardest. Like, I feel like I'm in a really hard season to a degree because of the decisions we need to make and um, things like that. It's like I was saying, like, we feel quite uprooted and unsettled, but we know that it's because, you know, like, we, we're planning and um, we want to we do a good job and enjoy our life and we're just weighing up what that is. And I think that's amazing that we can do that and that we're not restricted to a location for our life and we want our children to grow up in nature and things like that so it's yeah a, it's an exciting it's an exciting time but a daunting one at the same time so there's a bit of worry right now in terms of like what what do we do what do we I mean yeah I'll be honest and say definitely yeah, yeah. I'm worried I, I naturally am a, worry like at times um but yeah i know i know it all work out what kind of what what makes you most worried like making the wrong decision or what i think so just like and it's funny it's the thing that i always like tell myself or tell others is like I, i guess i'm worried that things won't work out or like will fail and like I think every human being is scared of failing um, and making wrong decisions but like I always um, say like um, actually my pastor has this book called um, oh my gosh what's it called Um, but anyway it talks about um, freedom and failure like you know like so much good things can come from when things don't work out the way you think so I just I need to learn to like just let go and just like roll with it <laughs> and I'm sure it will work out but yeah we're really excited too would you say you're a bit of a control freak <laughs> yes <laughs> okay let me ask it. would Burke say you're a control like freak control things um but I'm a yeah yes yes I am. <laughs> 
<laughs> so yes. <laughs> so yes, but I'm learning to let go of things and um I yeah, it's that perfectionist side in me as well. And I think a lot of artists and creative people um are perfectionists and I mean it's learning how to use that for the good and when to apply it within your business or within your life and when not. Um, but I mean, like I use the perfectionist side of me with my editing and things. And I think that's what pays off. But the whole controlling thing is like learning to outsource what you're not actually good at or yeah. So that's what I'm looking forward to with dirt coming more on board, you know, is that I have to let go of stuff and, I know it's going to do the world of good <laughs> as well. Sure. It's going to give you, yeah, free up time for you to focus on on your editing, on your prep work, on your that kind of stuff. Yeah, and shooting other things. And, yeah, because I just haven't really had that much time to, like, create <laughs> for the sake of creating. Like, I shoot landscape stuff every now and then. Or, like, if I'm traveling, I get my camera out. But generally, I haven't had the time and I haven't prior. I should say I haven't prioritized the time to create mm-hmm. beyond beyond my work. And yeah, that's what you hear getting shoved down your throat all the time. Is like you need to create outside of wedding photography to become better and things like that. But um, yeah, well, what kind <laughs> of like stuff makes you better? Point. You mentioned earlier that you like want to you know grow as as a and build your kind of imagery and stuff what kind of things do you turn to to like to get better to improve inspiration um all sorts i guess i i look like like for instance like pinterest and things like that like i'm always i just look at like interior design and things outside of photography in general and nature is so inspiring to me. New places, like, I feel like I always photograph my best in a new scene. Um, yeah. Because you see it differently. It's so hard. We've got this one wedding venue here in New Zealand called Mudbrook, and it's beautiful, but I've done so many weddings there, and I have to limit it to one a year now because I just, like, I think they refer me, so I just get a huge amount of inquiries through it. And, like, that's the hardest thing is to, like, reinvent something that, you know, that's you've been to a lot and see it through a new way. But, yeah. anyway, yeah, it's, it's a difficult one. But um, so I'm definitely inspired by new settings and things like that. But then also, um, like I was saying earlier, like painting and yeah. things like that. And then also um, – and um, there's a photographer called William Klein. Do you know him? No. He's like a doc- documentary photographer. But I look to him for like compositional stuff uh-huh. and and things like that. I just love the way he, he layers his image. He always has like two, you know, like something right in the foreground and then he shoots through that to the subject that's in focus behind, more in like the midground or background. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah he's like really really inspiring to me in terms of photography. So will you go Um, through a shoot and say like, okay, this time I'm going to try this. I'm going to shoot through something in the foreground or have that in the back of your head. Yeah. It's, you know what? It's really funny. Like I naturally do that throughout every part of the day, except for the portrait time. Like I find it much easier because there's other people around to like frame up like that. 
it's so true. But then when you like put someone in like a field or a vast space, it's harder to like create that. (laughs) So I'm just like thinking, I, I was just thinking today as well, like how can I think differently when it comes to portraits? Um, I mean, like, at the end of the day, the connection thing's, like, my priority as well in that connection in the light. But now, for me, I'm at that stage where I really want to work on the composition. Mm-hmm. Again, and really push myself in that area. Mm. Cool. That's, um, yeah. Well, your work is stunning. And, I, I mean, I'm so looking forward to hearing Thanks, about Jane. more of the work <laughs> stuff. But uh, at way yeah. up north, but I mean, yeah. getting to know you a little bit as a person has been so nice. Oh, so lovely talking to you. Yeah, I, really I feel like, um, yeah, we sh- we need to get together. <laughs> Are you coming? Of course. Will you be there? Yeah. Yay! Okay, yeah. Yes. Let's we have coffee. <laughs> Definitely. Oh my God, you're no, so but... you're so sweet, and obviously people listening can't see you, but you have like sparkling brown eyes. It looks like dark, like dark Green. hair, curly. Yeah. You look like um, you seem like you're a really great friend, and yeah, just all around yeah. super sweet. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's so kind. <laughs> I wish you all the best for your future planning, and I hope that you yeah. feel like you get some answers to your big life yeah. questions. <laughs> I feel like everyone's listening in on a little counseling session we've just had. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm, like, at That's home right. therapy. I'm happy, no. like, it's great to just be honest and real. Like, I, I mean, it's what life's about, right? Like, I never want to be in that place where I can't be real with people. Yeah, but I think that's one of your strengths is that it's, it, it is kind of honest and open, even it shows through your work. And I, mm-hmm. I know that a lot of photographers are also, you know, creating beautiful images is one thing, but the whole yeah. support system behind it and the fears and challenges of like what goes in your head, on in your head yeah. is like so interesting. So thank you for sharing all that stuff. My pleasure. And I'm really looking forward to meeting everyone at Way Up North. Yeah. It's going to be here in no time. (laughs) It's going to go so quickly. So have a great winter until then. Thank you. Enjoy it as much as you can. And we'll see you in October. Okay. All right. Thanks, Jenny. Okay. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.